This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi LS Pod fans, it's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parkin or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off could be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com hello rich here just a heads up that this episode was recorded on wednesday evening of the 25th of may just as we were getting news that ben garner was leaving for charlton athletic and of course nothing happened for several days after this episode very much a therapy session as we processed our initial thoughts um, as that news was filtering through so here it is enjoy thank you but it's it's Swindon Town. It's Swindon Town. It's Swindon Town. It's Swindon Town. Dan, this is Graham Torrington late night love sort of hours to be recording a podcast. It's a privilege to share this with you. This one goes to Dan in Swindon. He's just lost someone he didn't want to lose. Oh, man. One of my favourite Graham Torrington's was just like, you could tell it was like a West Country guy in his <laughs> 40s. And he's he's obviously been cheating on his uh, on his partner. And, it's, and, and you can almost get the feel that she's upstairs while he's in the living room and just like, <laughs> oh, Deborah, I love you. And I'm, I'm so sorry for what I did. And... Babe, I just, I just don't want to lose you, and you know, I just want to play this song, Metallica. Nothing else matters. I love you, babes. It was, it was always James Blunt. Just stick with James Blunt. Yeah, it was almost, wasn't it? So here we are. This episode, spoiler alert, won't see you. You won't be listening to this unless it's happened. So it's currently quarter past eleven at night, and the last hour has been quite fun. I say fun a range of emotions and I think everyone's going through the same process in different ways and that news is that Ben Garner is to be or has been appointed manager of Charlton Athletic which I got absolutely spot on about 12 hours before Dan. Yeah I'm still convinced you know something Rich <laughs> that or you are just prophetic all of a sudden. I don't want to be. So for context, um, there was a joke in the Low Strangers WhatsApp group this morning, Wednesday morning, and I sort of joked Garner out and suggested that he was on his way to Charlton Athletic. And I instantly said, you know, jokes. Mm. Oops. 
<laughs> so I would have put money on it had I known. No, no ITK here. Complete luck. I, I think in my mind, I must admit, I, I thought it was a fit, but that's because he's a Londoner and Charlton is in London. So there was no my manager. logic. Yeah, And they have no manager. Yeah. So conspiracy theory, go. So Charlton Athletic, a club looking for a manager. Lend us a forward who misses a chance to put us 3 0 up in the first leg. No. Chipping it over the crossbar. And then in leg two, misses the decisive penalty that could have took us to Wembley. Mere days later, Rich, Charlton are able to nab our manager on grounds of he's done a good job, but Swindon didn't go up, so the compo is going to be less. There's nothing. In, there's nothing at all to it, but it just like nothing would actually surprise me in football. <laughs> it's a massive claim. It's borderline match fixing. It, it's not true, guys. <laughs> it's not true. But my mind's been going everywhere in the last hour, and I quite like that one. Yes, um, I think everyone's going through. It, this is going to be a scruffy pod. Um, you might say that's consistent. I would say I like okay. to put a little bit of effort in, but. It was just an opportunity, really, for us to throw a few thoughts in the air. And like I said, this has only gone out because it's happened. And I frankly don't have any time on Thursday to record. And, you know, that's that's about it. So Dan has very graciously agreed to come on and just share some thoughts. I mean, let's look around the reaction. Let's, let's start with Ben Garner himself. Look, we're not stupid. We're, we're old enough, we're ugly enough to know that commitment in football isn't something that you should pretty much cling on to. Garner was all about the long term and the big plan at the time of recording. We don't know if he's forced this through or whether the compensation for Mr. Morfuni and Mr. Angus was just so tempting. It couldn't be rejected because it's not just one compensation. It's likely to be three packages of compensation with the assistance going to and it's notable obviously it's been mentioned recently Garner's got two years left on his contract so you know this is probably the biggest lump of compo since Wise and Boyette in terms yeah. of um real life cash my initial thought was and again I don't think I'm in a minority here was more here we go again as opposed to anger towards Garner the individual um, it's just more anger towards the club as a collective. It was just more, here we go again. Well, yeah, um, ex- exactly that. You, you know, we're old enough and ugly enough. We've seen enough managers go. And it, anger's not the word. It's just bewilderment that my bang average Wednesday night, you know, I've watched a bit of T20 cricket tonight, Somerset beat Kent, nothing's going on. And then Terry Pierce sends a message to the group and you just think, well, that's a gag, like, based on what Richard joked about earlier. And yeah, I mean, that that's that's where my head's at, is just how quiet has this manager nab been? I've not seen a single shred of speculation, not a single bit of rumour, not Ben Garner's name at 33 to 1 in any betting. Both parties, Swindon Town, Charter Fleck and Ben Garner, for that matter, have done tremendously well to keep this under wraps because it is just a bolt from the blue. I mean, it completely makes sense. Successful League Two manager, 
plays a good style of football, got plenty of plaudits this year. You know, we've been on telly against Man City. We've just been on telly against Port Vale over two legs. Um, and Charlton sort of at a low ebb in League One are looking for a new manager and he's a Lunder. So all of those things make perfect sense, but it just wasn't in anyone's mind. It wasn't on the table. That's I, I, that's why I'm slightly bewildered. That's probably where I am, bewildered. I think I said in the end of season review how long before Ghana gets interest. And I think it was you, Dan, that was just like, not yet. Well, no, well again, yeah. maybe I'm just naive. Um, oh, God. But there's usually smoke, isn't there? There's yeah, exactly usually that, smoke. Yeah. Exactly. For I mean, managers, not necessarily for players, but for managers, there's usually something. But saying that, Ghana's been very quiet since the Port Vale loss. You know, did his post-match. And why Why would he be a presence? He hasn't been mm-hmm. much of a presence in the media all year. So it, that might be the reason also why it's been easily dealt with. If, you know, maybe. Well, yeah, you know. I, mean, I suppose my, my retort to that would be what media chances has he had to do, really? Um, probably zero, given how tight he's kept things from a media perspective this year. Um, I don't know if getting the retained list sorted was the trigger in Garner's mind to say, right, that's the last bit of admin for the year. I can now leave head held high, knowing the club are going to get, I don't know, 200 grand in compo for the three of us. Um, But yeah, just, I thought he was, I thought, well, again, never, Never believe anything, obviously, but you know, I I genuinely thought there was some long termism from well Ghana and and the club investing in Ghana. So yeah, it's gonna take a it's gonna take a few days to sink in, I think. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been toying with the fact, you know, that that when when you start looking at the individuals and you start pointing fingers and start feeling like, yeah, well, you've done this, you kind of think with Ben Ghana's career obviously hugely successful as a coach and as a youth development um, coach too. And then he had the catastrophe at Bristol Rovers. And you, that's where you start thinking, you should be grateful that we gave you this opportunity. You should, be, you should stay with us as long. But at the same time, because he had that experience at Bristol Rovers, when a team like Charlton Athletic come up, yes, they're a league one sort of they're a huge team for league one but they do really love to shoot themselves in the foot as as a club but when that when someone like ben garner gets that opportunity a londoner close to home then you've got to take it because of what happened at places like bristol rovers don't you exactly yeah um let's say you're absolutely right charlton at the valley are a very big club Next to Swindon, and I love the Valley too. What a place to call home as a manager or a player. Tremendous, um, tremendous club there. And they are at the lowest ebb of their natural cycle, if you want to call it that. They are really, you know, a halfway up the championship club. Um, So I suppose similar to when he took the Swindon job, he's looking at a club which, you know, there is a natural progression step there, which you should be able to achieve if you do the job well. And he nearly did it with Swindon this year. Um, but that Charlton job does not come without risk. Um, the risk is mitigated by the fact he's probably going to get a three-year contract and a pay rise, so that if he does get sacked in a year's time, well, he's getting a payoff. 
and he's probably got enough credit in the bank from the Swindon job that he would get another League Two job, even if things don't go swimmingly at Charlton. So probably all of that points to the fact that Garner's got to take it, unfortunately. And what will probably come out in the wash is whether or not Swindon, you know, obviously, I don't know if they initially knocked Charlton back or if Garner's then asked for permission to speak to them. But, um, yeah, this is this is football, everyone. We are, at the moment, a League Two club. No matter how much we, we've got going for us in terms of crowds and future infrastructure projects in terms of the ground and training ground and everything. But, yeah, this is the pecking order and we are currently in the fourth rung of that pecking order. I'm a bit concerned that fans are going to just dismiss what has been one of the most enjoyable seasons that we've had. Yeah, heartbreaking conclusion. But I I do fear revisionism here. Oh, I've seen plenty of it already, yeah. When things were done not so well, they weren't great. And we did go on some really sort of choppy parts of form. But for the large part, it really was an enjoyable season. And Ben Connor was a huge cog in that. One of the, one of the main ones. Yeah, I mean, no, no truer thing said, right? You judge a team... You judge managers over a whole season. You finish where you deserve over 46 games. And with a points total of 77 points, actually, in previous years, that that could have been enough to got you third place in League Two in quite a lot of those years. So it was a high points total to just get in the playoffs on its own. Um, Yeah, there's always going to be revisionism from fans. I've had a few text messages from friends tonight, you know, Oh, you know, he's not that bad. He's an academy coach, you know, blah, 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 boring football. But no, it had felt like we turned something of a corner. And the, the the real reason, it's not necessarily a Ghana thing. Managers move on, right? They get better jobs. It's more of the, I was really looking forward to a stable summer with, you know, same coaching staff. You've got the same director of football. They've had all this time to plan their list of targets or if we're in League 2 and League 1, full pre-season under Ghana. It would have just been really lovely to see Swindon open their legs up and really see what we'd be like on full guns next year. Like, It's quite a phrase. Yeah, I've probably mixed <laughs> up a few things in there. It's late, everyone. I've got a coffee on. Hey, I was watching Vintage Top of the Pops, Living My Best <laughs> Life. Mrs. Pullen was just going to uh, bed and then I was like, Ben Garner's leaving. And she was like, night. Yeah, well, yeah, my, my wife similarly. Um, oh, dear. Anderson quite liked him. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. that's and, and on the light front, you know, the town end sung his name. And that took some time, and it happened. You know, the stands were were, were shouting his name, and it, it it wasn't super quick, but it happened. So this is going to hurt the fan base, no matter how much they pretend that they didn't care, didn't rate him, didn't like him, or whatever. This will be a body blow. Right now, it feels like something we just don't need. Yeah, um. exactly right. And now everyone's going to start sort of wondering, what about Johnny Williams? What about... Well, yeah, he was a Ghana Reed? man, wasn't he? <laughs> exactly. And then, then you've got to say, like, Mandela Egbo must be absolutely elated, potentially. And Jack Payne, well, you know, it, it, these are the things that are going to go. But he's going to have a different budget. He, he might not want these players, you know. <laughs> but but it, it's, you know, Rob Hunt might be going, oh, hello. But you just don't know. 
Um, Certainly, though, Egbo and Payne feel like yeah. good fit. So they're, they're League One standard players. From what I gather, Egbo is London-based when he's in the UK. And Payne, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a Ghana favourite. Vice-captain, out of contract. He knows what he's on a week. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it feels like that would feel like a no-brainer, right? Um, for yeah. Ghana. And maybe what do you think Payne. Steve Mildenhall's thinking right now? I should probably think he's thinking that's football. I, I listened to your Steve Hooper podcast and that's the, the overriding sense I got from him is actually that question you posed him about, you know, end of season, how's it feel? Like you'll just leave and you might not see half these guys again. Well, that's football. <laughs> we'll go again next year. And yeah, yeah, as much continuity as possible is helpful. But I suppose we're only a week away from getting your managerial merry-go-round going again and seeing some well, people going odds on and getting all giddy. So if 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 you get the next appointment right, it can still be a good summer. But, yeah, it always introduces that element of the unknown. So Fear of the new, my friend. Fear of the new, fear yeah. The and new. with Ghana, it was obviously feeling quite, you know, familiar. It's been a... You know, a few ups and downs, but, you know, a penalty away from, um, well, we, this should be like a Wembley preview pod we're doing, really, Rich. Um, oh, I don't. Yeah, on a, on a day where politicians have been upping the veil, we go and lose yeah, our manager. <laughs> um, who'd have thought Ghana would leave Swindon before any Port Vale fan was arrested? There's one. Oh, oh yes. Brilliant. Oh, I think that's the uh, sixth pod in a row where we've mentioned the Vale loss. Yeah, we're rattled, aren't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and in, and back on the squad, a lot of people, you know, we mentioned Reed there and Williams. They've got to pay. You know. Uh, yeah, so that's the that, security that, for the club. Is um, exactly. You've got McCurdy under contract, obviously. Um, that uh, can we stick on McCurdy for a sec? Because actually, of course, McCurdy has credited Garner heavily in multiple interviews this year about you know being the first manager that just let him be himself so you know there's another risk of the new or fear of the new sorry in terms of you know a new manager comes in uh even with all the best intentions does you know McCurdy rub a new manager at the wrong way um oh yeah oh and that's inevitable change you know, changes with McCurdy, yeah, with McCurdy, you you either got to do whatever the hell Garner and Co did, or sell him, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and that that's that's just you know from my observation from the outside. But I mean, so I mean, this this all un- happened on the evening of the day where you know fans were getting a little bit riled with the fact that the club were trying to edge in some ticket increases for the town end and well for all stands, wasn't it? Um, so the sort of the, the notion of, you know, we're trying to charge fans more and there's a compensation package agreed for management in the same day. It's, it's hard not to have a, a cynical eye roll, isn't it? Well, very much so. Um, I think, yeah, hopefully there's a bit to run on that ticket price debate. It looks like um, the Supporters Trust are going to do some canvassing of their members. I certainly feel like, just off the bat, £23 behind the goal at Swindon, given the facilities and the view, 
is at least three quid too expensive, regardless of whether the club's um, cost of uh, amenities has gone up and wages for stewards has gone up, etc., etc. Um, yeah, that would put a lot of people in the side stands, and you'd end up with a less raucous home end. It seems really quite self-defeating. Yeah, Ho- hopefully they'll take heed to any advice presented yeah, to them. The but be wise. I-, I just think back to when I was, you know, a student and commuting from Plymouth, like you would have done. Yeah, and I used to go in the town end because of it was five pounds cheaper. And I know five pounds to some people isn't a lot, but it was a meal, you know, if, yeah. uh, if, if on on the trip to a game. You well, know? Think- so you used to go behind the goal back then. Yeah. because of that reason and that reason alone yeah well you know it's quite a traditional football thing isn't it generally you have a more raucous home end and quieter sides but really that it should be five pound difference i think between the don rogers and the town end because straight off better view steeper view less pillars in the way um better view of the pitch on the side concourse with beer and food the town end you know I know they've tried with this little like horse hut out the back selling beers, but yeah, you are £23. I worry you would actually, you would thin out the town end and the town end has, has got quite good lately. Yeah, it's as good as I can remember it um, and on a consistent basis. You know, for the big games, it was always, it always had the potential, but like I was harking back to that time where I was in the town end, mm. dead as a dodo, flat, had that little core in the middle and the rest of it yeah. was just sprawling people saving money. So, I mean, we this, this is a, this is a tangent, but yeah, I mean, it all happened. This is all happening on the, on the same day as the club are sort of trying to recoup costs, which isn't a crime. This is a business. Um, it's not necessarily a, a criticism, but you know, it's just punch for us fans after punch uh, after yeah, punch yeah. and um, eventually you get wear down. There's one more thing I'll say. So having read the advisory board minutes, um, this morning was it they came out um wednesday mm. morning um so one of the reasons cited for needing to raise ticket prices and try and reach the same sort of average price per ticket as some of our peers in league 2 was actually you got a lot of adults um going in on concession tickets so straight off come on swindon fans if you're a swindon fan pay the right amount of money it's, it's your club you're um defrauding there but two, the club, regardless of any technology barriers, need to get those stewards checking the tickets and making sure that people are coming in on adult tickets. Like You can say all you want about them being agency staff and being on minimum wage. Their job is there to check the tickets and make sure people are coming in on the right ticket, right? Yeah. This absolutely. is like a train company moaning about fair dodgers but then putting the prices up for everyone. Swindon Town should spend 20 or 30 grand, whatever it costs, to get a better ticketing system that will only let adults in on adult tickets and keep the prices the same. Yeah. In my view. I, I, my view. I just feel I just feel people are saying, talk about the Ghana thing. <laughs> well, granted, yeah, but I mean, this is Swindon Town podcast but, and this has happened today. But yes. Um, hey, it's Swindon Town. Feels like a bit of a, well, that was lesser gut punch, but um, yeah, the the Ghana news just the uh, the icing on the cake today. Yeah, and and as you quite rightly pointed out, and as because I've said it many a time, 
both on pod and privately. I, you know how Terry gets annoyed with people's obsessions with the transfer market, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I do love the merry-go-round. Oh, and we get plenty of practice, don't we? But not at the moment. I've got no appetite <laughs> for it for this one. I've got to be honest. Maybe I'll wake up um, in the morning and go, right, who are we going to get? But the reason I think I'm not that, not excited, but not as like keen to see the, the, the bookies list is that I think it will be left field. I, I just feel it'll be like Ghana was. It won't be like interviewing all the old sort of the normal names and maybe a couple of like you know Michael Carrick's name is going to come up you know it never to be will people are obsessed with the idea of Ryan Mason leaving a very cushy gig at Tottenham for for Swindon Town I mean yeah you, that's not you've happening got, you've got a question that and a few X names you know um, Picaretta um, and just and just and you know just the usual names that get them out but I just have a feeling it will be like oh or you know again people assume it'll be an Australian but this seems to be Ben Chorley's racket, yeah I think not this is ben Chorley's this is Chorley's network this is probably Greater London um well, do you know what he may not fit the sort of you know out and out coach style but I would make an early pitch for Luke Garrard at Boringwood who obviously ex-Swindon I'm not saying he has a massive romantic tie to Swindon Town he was here as a young'un played about 15-20 games and then went off on his merry non-league career um, but you'd think he's been at Boringwood as manager now for five years six years long time yeah started as a manager in his 20s which is quite quite unique um, has probably I'm taken Luke them. Garrard. I don't need this. Um, yeah, he, he's been there seven years. Seven years as manager. I think he was yeah. coach before that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And so he's probably. I mean, let's say he's taken Bournemouth as far as you can go. That top end of the national league now is very competitive. A lot of, you know, dare I say it? There's there's a few Swindon Town sized clubs at the top end of that league uh, in terms of budget, crowds, um, stadiums. And, you know, he's had the FA Cup run this year. They got the the replay. Was it a replay? No, it was just a straight game up at Everton, wasn't it? Um, after beating Bournemouth. And I suppose if he was ever going to leave, now's the time. Um, but does he fit in with that, you know, total football, academy-style kind of ethos? Probably not, but he would be a good manager in his own right. Plus the little sprinkling of a Swindon link and London's not that far away. Yeah. I'm just surprised you're not going for John McGrill. Well, we can't have this every summer, Rich. Um, <laughs> the dis- he, he's just one of our disappearing acts. So I'm not I'm not making a pitch for a disappearing act award winner. Well, it's, it's Swindon Town. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going through the... Um... I'm just going through the the Swindon Town hashtags, and it's just, yeah, it's just the same. Fire some names at me every time, isn't it? Okay, so we've got um, that's someone who isn't. So we have got Charlie Austin, player manager. Ooh, well, in the late eighties, early nineties, that would have been a very Swindon appointment. Mm -hmm. We got James Milner, player manager. (laughs) These lads have earned so much money in their career; they're multi multi millionaires. They just don't need the stress of managing a League Two football club anymore, do they? So if someone like that takes a job at Swindon, 
they must really, really, really want to be a manager. Yeah. We've we got Paul Caddis. Um, well, you know him better than me, Rich. Has he got any ambitions to coach or manage? Oh, he absolutely does. He absolutely mm. does. But he he would be down here in a shot if 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 it was real. If there was if there was a suggestion, and not necessarily as manager either. I think he would he would want to help out wherever okay. he could. Well, he's, I think um, got the badges. He's he's ready to go. But yeah. um, it's it, it. I think he would fall under. It's complicated. Yeah, I think. <laughs> With no disrespect to a Swindon Town legend, and Cadiz is a multi-championship uh, winning footballer for Swindon Town, it's probably too early. Um, that would be too big, a, too big a punt, I think, at this stage. And one I quite like, because I think he's available, albeit he's managed Oxford United, is Michael Appleton. Wouldn't that be quite that the move, be, that wouldn't would be it? quite the move, wouldn't it? Um, that's based on nothing, by the way, other than he's available and... Oh, my goodness. By the time this goes out, there might already be a manager. So this is this is just pure speculation. Pure speculation. And um, he actually, before taking a management job, was in academy circles, wasn't he? Mm. Um, including West Brom, I think. Anyway, yeah, that that might be... Too expensive? I don't know. Um, you might be able to hold out for a, a better job. But then his last job was Lincoln City, right? So comparable yeah. in terms of crowds and stature in League One. And uh, g- give me a few more names, then, Rich. Come on, wet me after time. Richie Wellens. <laughs> He's not leaving me, nor you. I reckon. I reckon they're a good chance of playoffs next year. I do too, but that's because I like Richie Wellens and not necessarily for any other reason. Well, yeah, they've got, they got a few good players there. Let me see what else we've got. Uh, oh, just, just, just so we go, Tim Cahill. There's ha! another one. Yeah. Well, there's your, um, your token Aussie shout. Yeah, Harry Kuehl's had too many chances now. Yeah, hasn't sorry, he? So, Harry. Yeah, he's had too many. Um Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking at the list of managers who have left recently too, you know, like, and there's not really much going John around. And, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, you know, it's almost midnight when you're, uh, when you're making such decisions. <laughs> I have no idea. There's there's I've just, I think the last few appointments, there hasn't really been, you know, bookies. It's been very quick, hasn't it? It's been hmm. very... It's felt very quick. I don't know if McGrill was, but I, no, I don't think it was. But at the same time, we were just all a little bit. It was a different vibe back then, wasn't it? But yeah, it was, it know, was always Wellens. Be a... It was quick. Brown was quick. Yeah, Wellens and Brown was quick, and Sheridan was quick. And I, I, I would love to. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Swindon Town are pretty much on their holidays. You know, it, it's. Yeah. Uh, Round about this time, it's usually you know they've done the retain lists. Off, off we go off for we that go. precious week and a half, you know. But um, it's going to be really, really interesting. And I, 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 I'm not furious. I'm just tired. I think <laughs> you know, like if these contracts offers that we've given out are rejected by the majority, we're in pretty much the same boat as we were last year in terms of size of senior squad. <laughs> so well, yes, in terms of size of squad, but um, the ability to, well, I mean, build. it's still May, right? Yes. Um, and actually plan a preseason and have a bigger wage structure. But again, but it's overhaul that you don't want there as yeah. well. 
yeah, it's Ben Chorley's holding the key there. It doesn't really matter. It's the head coach, isn't it? It's like Ben Garner leaving doesn't stop the targets it's you true. Know, that, yeah. that Swindon were identifying. It might just, if a new person comes in and goes, no, I do not want that player, that's yeah. that's where things become problematic. But And then that then you ask the question, you know, how much sway should Ben Chorley have? You know, that these are all things that... You know, I'm just I'm just processing a lot of questions and yeah. blurting well, them out. If the Swindon Town ownership and management are true to their words when they came in and Garner was appointed, then the structure stays the same and we appoint a new head coach of a similar ethos. Probably the irritation is that Marshall and Lindsay are also going. So you're also looking for another assistant manager and another coach and you know those two need to also buy into that style which obviously Lindsay and Marshall both got a season under their belt at Swindon so they know the style inside that so yeah that's that's a minor irritation obviously but still an irritation. Yes and what you've just said there's almost purely convinced me that we're going to get someone in from the from the sort of the development network Mm. as opposed to you know, have been there, done that. I think that will be that. That strikes me as the most logical one. Somebody who's there to be the tactician and the motivator, not do the business side. You know, so yeah. um, I don't know that network well enough to throw a few names at you, really. No, well, I mean, Forest Green rolled that dice last season, and they they went up as champions, didn't they? So, um, I suppose true. as we. As, as I suppose as we talk this evening, the biggest winners are Exeter City because I think their fan base would have been more or less convinced that Matt Taylor might have been going up there. Yeah, that That's where the smart happen, money was. Yeah. I just sort of stopped worrying about Charlton. Nobody was thinking about Gunner. I was asking the question long term. I wasn't asking it about, you know, about now. It's just kind of funny because Barton looks like he's not getting the Burnley job. Well, Vincent's but, company might be getting a Burnley job. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it'd be nice to have like one of those uh, ni- 80s, 90s eras appointments. The good fun ones. Maybe <laughs> Gus Poyet can come back and uh, <gasps> get the job. Finish the job off. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave in October. Oh, I'm tired, but I'm not going to be able to sleep. Yes, um, I'm with you there, brother. Mm. Well, well, never a dull day in the Sun and Town world, eh, Rich? I yearn for the day. Now we are four days of podding on the trot when I said after the review episode that things were going to quieten down. Um, (laughs) And then there's going to be an appointment pod and I've still got to do the summer series along with a lot of other stuff. Who'd be, who'd be a podcaster, eh? But well, half the fan base. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Quite. (laughs) <laughs> um, is there anything else that we need to talk? I imagine oh, we missed a whole um, bunch of stuff, but what's happening? Oh, I think it, I think the key is to rattled. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I'm rattled, but not in a furious way, in just a not again way. Like I said earlier, yeah. It's like someone's just told again. me, oh, actually, you've got to move house now. Oh, all that upheaval. Oh, I've got to pack boxes. I've got to find a new house. Whereas I thought I was in this house for another couple of years. Yeah, at least a year. <sighs> Or I'd leave on my own terms. <laughs> yeah. Man, well, there we go. There's, 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 there's some musings, some thoughts, and I thank Dan for, uh, for jumping on You're very just welcome. before midnight to save me some scrambling 
on Thursday once I'm sure this well the it has happened because otherwise you can't hear this isn't that weird I don't know how to do this pod Dan but anyway thank you very much <laughs> cheers for tonight all and good morning good morning yeah Hi, Ellis Pod fans, it's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs, like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy, or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant, like Darren Ward, or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. McDelivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.